0: Hey what's up everybody it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're doing our second ever podcast vlog slash video. I don't know what the heck you want to call this but it's gonna be like all combined in one. So if you're listening to the podcast you might want to like check out the video that we're launching of this. It's gonna be on YouTube and Vimo and a couple other places which is way cool. You can check out our social media feed and um, if you're watching the video and you just want to listen to the podcast well then shoot then just jump on the podcast. It's called Leading from the Middle of the Pack and so just First off, I want to say thanks for everybody being here. Second off, I want to say thanks for like, hanging with us through this experiment because I know that it kind of gets a little crazy sometimes when we do some of this stuff. And so just glad that you guys are here. And then um, next thing I do is I just want to jump right into content. So we're gonna jump right into it. We'll be right back in just a second. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead? who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick. These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. All right, so glad that you guys are still here. I'm so stoked for everything that's going on. I just appreciate you guys' patience through this. So today, we're going to be talking all about taking responsibilities for your mistakes. It's right here on my screen, so I don't forget it. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's one of the topics that I really want to go into. and It's kind of like a hot topic for me because I used to be really, really bad about like not taking responsibility for my actions. And something would go wrong and be like, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't my fault, right? You know, the shaggy song, it wasn't me. But blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that's like the way I was, right? Like, I just, I couldn't take, not that I couldn't, but I wouldn't. Take responsibility for my actions. When something goes wrong, it wasn't my fault, right? Like I remember one time that I was the only person doing so that I was working on this hot oil tank, and I was, I was, um, I was heating oil in the middle of winter. It was cold, stuff so like turns into a brick, and you gotta like run fire through the middle of it and heat it up. But you can't burn it, and you gotta circulate it, and there's all these this stuff that you gotta do. And I was like, and and I was the only person using this tank, and they had this this lunch thing for everybody else, and I really wanted to go. And so I went to it, right, because everybody else was gone, because why not, why shouldn't I go, even though I was doing something else, right, like I felt all whatever, like I needed to be there, and so I went in there, when I came back, there was this huge mess outside, I was like, what happened? I didn't, like, it couldn't have been me, everything was sort of perfect before I left, like I wouldn't take responsibility for what had happened, and here's what that did, is like, I know that there were some people that were like, yeah, somebody almost sabotaged him, but nobody probably sabotage me like the truth was, was that I probably had one valve that wasn't open quite right and I left it for like two hours and so now they're watching it the whole time and I probably spilled two or three or four thousand dollars worth of material you know in the end and so my thought is is like if I can claim those mistakes now and I can help other people claim those mistakes that that's really big part of leadership is like taking responsibility for what goes wrong and I think we forget about that sometimes, right? Like, there's times in life where we're sitting here, and, and it's not always easy to take responsibility for what for what's going on in life. Like, when things are really good, it's really easy to take responsibility because it's like, hey, man, things are great. I'm responsible for this greatness. But when things aren't so good, it's like, oh no, yeah, I didn't do that. No, that wasn't me. No, nope. That piece of drywall falling down, no, it wasn't me. That, that truck running over that cone, no, it wasn't me. Man, it couldn't have been me. Somebody must have kicked that cone in front of me, right? Like, there, we come up with all kinds of excuses when things go wrong. And so, I just, I just want to, like, pause for a second and talk about how important it is to take responsibility for our mistakes. And what it does for us and what it does for our character and, like, how it helps us. So, there's a lot of different things that we can... That that we can kind of work through with this, okay? So so let's start with the first one is like why it's so important to claim responsibility for our mistakes for our own good. So like our own mentality. So I have this this situation I'm thinking of, right? So I've got this person, and they go, they go, Well, Dan, it's not my fault this happened. Okay, well, could you maybe be responsible partially for having, no, nope, no, nope, truck was old and broke down before I got it. I don't know, I mean, it's just not my fault. Like I couldn't, I couldn't fix it. I can't help but that you buy junk, right? So the dude told me and I was like, hmm. well, like I drove this truck for like a year and a half. I didn't have any issues and you've broken it twice in like the last two months, right? Because of these little things. And and this was a long, long time ago. It's like nothing to happen now and I totally don't care. And i just like, don't care at all. But this dude was like, no, it wasn't me. It can't be me. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't me. And and there's nothing I could do different. And I was like, okay, well, there's definitely something you could do different. Or we need to, like, figure out a different way to do it or a different way to hook it up. Because we can't continue to, like, do this. Right? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So he wouldn't claim responsibility for his mistake. So I couldn't help him. Like, I couldn't make him any better. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything with that. Because he wouldn't allow me to. Had he been like, yeah, maybe I cut it too hard. Ah, oh, maybe I didn't hook the hoses up right. Yeah. But like when somebody doesn't claim responsibility for their mistakes, then we can't actually help them move forward to the next steps because they won't allow us to help them. Right? They they won't we won't allow ourselves. We won't allow anybody to help us if we're the ones who's not claiming responsibility for them. So, so think about this. Like, I want you to get here. Let's say that you had a you had a mistake that happened. Like, maybe somebody lost some money. Maybe maybe um, somebody didn't have any work. Maybe somebody canceled. Maybe something happened, right? Maybe, maybe you had something that was like you got in an accident, right? Maybe something like that. If we say this could have been my fault, like, if that's the first thought that enters our mind, this could have been my fault, then guess what? Like, everything changes. Because... Now that it could be my fault, then it it like it makes a huge, huge difference. Because guess what? If it could be your fault, then like then you're willing to like and open to suggestions and critique and fixing it. But if it can't be your fault, if there's no way that it's your fault, then guess what? Your mind isn't gonna allow you to be your fault, period. Point blank in a story. So we have like it's a huge mental thing for us to say, yes, this could be me. And I remember like the day to a T when I finally decided to like claim responsibility for stuff. I remember that I'd gone through a whole bunch of stuff and I was sitting there and I went through this one thing and I couldn't remember whether it like could be my fault or not. And typically I would just deny it, deny, 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 deny until I believed that it wasn't my fault, right? I'd be like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. I could never do that. That doesn't even sound like me. Like, I know, I guarantee it wasn't me. And in the back of my mind to begin with, it was like, oh, it could have been you. Well, maybe you didn't do this. Maybe you didn't do that. Well, Maybe this happened. Well, maybe that happened, right? And then what, what I figured out was like, it clicked. And I was like, this could have been me. Like, it could have been my fault. Okay, I might get in trouble for this. If I get in trouble, is it going to be the end of the world? No. Like, not at all. Like, not even a little bit. Because guess what? Then I can pivot and I can move forward. But if I keep saying it's not me, I, I'm, I'm like, who's, is it Einstein? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting different results? I guess what Einstein says. And that's what we do when we don't claim that responsibility, like when we don't allow ourselves. We say, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't my fault. It couldn't have been me. I couldn't do anything different. It's all them. It's all their fault. It's their fault the truck broke. It's their fault. We lost this job. It's their fault that this person happened or this accident happened or this went this way or that went this way or we lost that customer, right? Right? Did you see what I'm saying? you see how that responsibility makes such a big difference on you? Like, claiming that responsibility mentally? If you don't think you're the reason or, or a potential reason why a customer left your company, then guess what? Then you've got a bigger issue. Because you're always a potential reason why a customer left your company, even if they're not your customer. Even if you only touched them once. Like, I don't mean like physically touch them, but you know what I mean. Like if you only ever touch that customer one time, anything dealt with their order, there's st- you still might be the reason why they left. Like if we start looking at things that way, then it opens up a whole new world for the way that we see everything. All right. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is like why it's so important that we claim responsibility for those around us. Okay. Now, I don't I mean like saying that, yes, it's our fault for what they do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, We claim responsibility for what we did so other people around us can see it as well. So let's think about this. Everybody who's listened to this is in some type of leadership position. Whether you know it or not, whether you want to claim it or not, you're some type of leader, right? Guarantee you're either a leader of your house, you're a leader of your friend group, you're a leader at work, you're a leader at church, you're a leader in a group, you're a leader in an organization. You might be a leader somewhere completely different than I didn't even name, right? But you're a leader somewhere in your life. Nobody is always a follower. There's always somebody following you. Okay? That's for a whole other topic, whole other podcast, vlog, whatever you call this thing we're doing now. But anyways, it's for a whole other day. But my point is, is like, when we claim responsibility for what we do as a person, then guess what happens? Those around us actually lift us up higher. Because they go, oh, this person's human. Nobody wants to deal with somebody who's not human. Nobody wants Superman by their side all day long. You know what they want? They want somebody who's vulnerable. They want somebody who's real. They want somebody who makes mistakes but claims their mistakes. Those are the best leaders in the world. Somebody who's perfect? That guy doesn't exist. That gal doesn't exist. They're gone. Like, they've never existed ever. There's been one perfect human being to ever walk this earth, and even he got angry one time. And his name was Jesus, okay? And he turned over some tables and made some whips out of some braids and drove some people out of a temple because of what they were doing, right? But I digress. My point is, is that like, even after that, he claimed what he did. Like, he, he's like, man, I lost my temper. I shouldn't have done that. Right? And you can guarantee he had remorse for what happened. And what ha- what do you think happened when, his, when he did that to his disciples, to those around him, to the people who were following him? Do you think they were like, Oh man, this guy can't hang out with him no more, man. He's just like Or do you think that actually gave him more of a platform to stand on and they trusted him even more than they used to That's right. It's the second one. They trusted him even more and here's what I found out like I've made mistakes Okay, so we've launched Doc Docs. Doc Docs is this program. It's super cool um, If I move the right direction, you can see it behind me on the screen, right? It's back there. It's hiding. It's cool. It's awesome. And it's this phenomenal product that's all about like DOT compliance, which nobody gets excited about besides me. I'm like the one weird idiot in the world who gets excited about DOT compliance. And and there's a lot of people who get excited about leadership, but like my big thing is like DOT compliance, right? And then I know that there's other things that go with it, like leadership and training and, and, and all kinds of other stuff like safety. But my point is like we, we've launched this software that's behind me, okay? It's so, like, we, we totally launched, we built Top Docs, we launched it out the world, we're using it, it's building validity, and I'm like, why can't we get more people to use this? What well, can't be my problem? The software can't be flawed. We can't have an issue with my marketing, because my emails are the bomb, and my podcasts, or vlogs, or videos, everybody tunes into. I mean, I think the first one I launched, there was like one person... <laughs> They'll <laughs> listen to it, and like, yeah, I've been getting better and better and better, and there's more and more people, and then I launch this vlog, and I guarantee, like, this is my number two vlog, okay? So, like, my guess is on this video, we're going to have, like, one person. And on the podcast, we're going to have, like, 50. And then, eventually, this podcast will be played, like, a million times, okay? Because there'll be more people, and there'll be people go back and listen to it. But my point is, is where I'm going with this with the Hot Docs is, is that it's, like, we launched this, and if I don't, if, if we're not gaining traction, I have to be, I have to claim responsibility for that so that I can pivot and fix it. Because if I don't go, hey, we're not gaining enough traction as fast as I want to, right, but I'm doing everything perfect, then it's never going to get better. Because no, everybody around me is going to be like, oh, well, let's do, I'm, I'm never going to give this guy advice because he's perfect. Perfect, right? Like, quote, unquote, perfect. I'm never gonna give this person advice because they're never gonna to listen to me, right? And actually, when we don't claim responsibility for what we do, what it does is it takes us off that pedestal and it actually lowers us. It puts us into a lower place than where we used to be because we didn't claim responsibility for what happened. So um, Russell Brunson was actually somebody that I follow. I don't know if you know anything about him, but he's he's one of the dudes, one of the co-founders of ClickFunnels and he's like the marketing wizard behind it is, is what I like to call him. Um, and and he's the person who I'm learning marketing from right now, which is super wicked cool. Anyways, um, he talks about one time how whenever he was, he t- him and his family loaded up. They went to London to launch Dot Docs. It was like the first year they launched it, right? Maybe the second year, and they made a ton of traction. And they were going to London because they got invited to speak at this thing. And he's like, "I'm supposed to be going and then selling Dot Docs at this conference in London." And he's like, "And I land in London, my phone just blows up," and he's like. I open Facebook and I open my text and there's like a million people saying how much they hate me and how bad the software is and they're losing money and I'm a dirty, rotten human being. And like, he's like, I had two options. One is, is I can cower in the corner and hide behind my developers and blame them and be like, oh man, something bad happened, right? It's not my fault. Or I can say, hey guys, we're having some issues. We're working through it. We are going to get your stuff back online. You are going to be good to go. Don't stress. We've got you taken care of. And we'll do everything in our power to make it right. And so he went live on Facebook and whatever else was at that time. Did a video saying pretty much verbatim what I just said, right? Like, we got your back. We got you covered. We got problems. We know we got problems. but He took responsibility for what was going on. You know what that did? The people who had a fire under their butt because they thought they were getting screwed, just threw water on top of it. Just pshh. Put it all out, right? And then the other wicked thing that happened with that was it actually raised him up on a pedestal because now they all trusted what he had to say because he didn't hide, he didn't cower, he didn't come up with excuses. He's like, man, we're going to do everything we can. Development's working around the clock to get this fixed. There's nothing I can do about it from where I am, but I'm watching this and keeping up with everything that's going on. Do you know what a decision that was that he had to make, whether to cower and hide, which is the easy route, which is the route that Satan wants us to go down, or the route to stand up and take responsibility for it, and be like, guys, we'll make it right? He took the harder route. But what happened when he took the harder route? It got better. Life got better. He got better. Things got better for him in general, right? Like... He, he literally now runs a $400 million a year company, something like that, and it's awesome what he's doing, right? And it's all because he took responsibility. Well, it's not all, but it's partially because he took responsibility for what he was doing originally. So so that's like, it's, it's key to the people around us to take responsibility for our mistakes. It's key to us personally to take responsibility for our mistakes, and it's key to the people who look up to us, right? Because there is people who look up to us. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're at. There is somebody in this world that looks up to you. I guarantee that there is somebody or something in this world that looks up to you and go, wow, I admire you for what you do. And it may not be in everything in life, but it's going to be a part of it, right? And so, so like, it's to them as well. Because they've already got you on this pedestal, which I don't necessarily agree with, but I do it with people. I do it with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is on this huge pedestal for me because he's somebody that I look up to. He's somebody that started from nothing and has grown, and he claims responsibility for his mistakes. And he does all this stuff, right? And so he's somebody that I can model. Success leaves clues. He's somebody that I can model in order to get better. Right? and so I guarantee that you're on a pedestal to somebody, and when you claim that responsibility, it just throws another book underneath you and makes you just a little bit higher. But whenever you don't, whenever you don't claim that responsibility, it yanks a whole foot out from underneath you, and you fall down fast. So, so I, was it was it Churchill? I think it was Winston Churchill that said that it takes it takes years to build a reputation and minutes to destroy it. And I agree with that. And that's part of the reputation, right? That's part of what we do is we've got to, we've got to claim that responsibility to build the reputation that we want. We need to be the person we want to follow. Let me say that again. We need to be the person we want to follow. Don't be the person you want to be. Don't be the person you think you should be. Be the person you want to follow. Because if you do that, then you're gonna be phenomenally better than anybody else that you could think of in this world to follow because it's gonna be awesome. Well guys, I know that we're running a little bit late, but I love it. Glad that you guys are here. So stoked that you're still hanging out with us. If you're watching this video, I want to say like it subscribe to one of the channels you're seeing it on follow us have lots of fun if you're listening to it on a podcast good for you stoked you're here just like like it and review it I gotta say one more thing if you don't like the video if you don't like the podcast why in the world did you listen to it this long you just as well to like find something better to do with your time don't bother do anything else just find something better because you don't want to waste your time on me if you don't like the material I've got So guys, that's it. Hope you had a great day. Like us, rate us, leave us a review, follow us, subscribe. I don't, like there's a million other things that I should probably be saying in there, but I don't know what to say. So we'll see you guys on the flip side. Later, bye.